So I have a question. How are small business owners like us, who are spending 60 plus hours a week working in our businesses, and are still struggling to make ends meet, who have no time to spend with family, friends, or the things we value most in life, who feel trapped inside of our businesses, and it is consuming our lives? How do we get the freedom to be able to work on our businesses and not in them? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. Today, we're in Chapter 10, Law 10, The Law of the River Band, in John Maxwell's book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. I really do love this chapter. This chapter is it's, it's just a fantastic chapter. Um So Maxwell starts off by saying growth stops when you lose tension between where you are and where you could be. So let me say that again. Growth stops when you lose tension between where you are and where you could be. Mediocrity is not a worthy goal. And so this chapter talks about this. This chapter talks about stretching yourself to to get your to achieve your goals and it's really important that we understand that it's easy to be average and it's hard to get to it's hard to be above average it's hard to do things that most people don't want to do and when we really strive to do that then we become more than what we are. And it's it's one of these things. There's a quote here in, in Maxwell's book that says, God's gift to us is potential. Our gift to God is developing it. And my saying within my coaching practice is, is that I'm the facilitator of people's potential. And the thing is, is that God's given me this gift to, to see within people to to understand that they have potential to see it and help them see it because I can't develop someone else's potential but I'll, you know God I've said this this is one of my things I say all the time is that at birth God has given us all the potential we will ever ever need it's that we have to develop that potential <coughs> so in doing that um Sometimes you need a coach. Sometimes you need somebody to help you. Sometimes um, you're intuitive enough to where you're able to see it yourself. So the thing is, is that within our life, we have all been stretched at some point. The The thing is, is that are you an old rubber band or are you a new rubber band? So the reason why I ask this question is, is because old rubber bands, when you start stretching them out, at some point, they break, right? An old rubber band that's been around for a while. But a new rubber band, they are so stretchy. You can stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch. So what exactly is the definition of stretching? Stretching to be capable of being made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. So let me say that again. The definition of stretching to be capable of being made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. That's really important. So we need stretching in our life because stretching 
helps us grow. Stretching will actually promotes growth. And so when we have tension in our life, that means that growth is happening. It's just kind of like exercising, right? So if you're wanting to gain muscle, so what has to happen is that you stretch that muscle out. So the fibers break down a little bit, but they don't tear, okay? And then your body comes back and rebuilds them bigger and stronger. And then the process repeats itself. It stretches that muscle out. It breaks down a little bit, but it doesn't break. The muscle starts breaking down some, a little bit, but it doesn't break. It doesn't tear. And then your body comes back and builds new muscle there. And that there's and that there is why that there is why exercise is so important, especially if you're building, trying to build muscle and bulk up, is that that's the process in which it in which it happens. And so we need to be stretching places in our in our lives. And the best way to do this is to set goals. And I've got several podcasts that talks about goals, goals versus dreams. Um, are your goals smart? These are really great uh, podcasts to go back and listen to because it helps you um, set goals. I'm not going to talk about setting goals today. I'm going to be talking about, though, why goals are important to this process, because what these goals do is that they get you out of your comfort zone. They make you they make you stretch. They make you be a better person than what you are. They add tension to your life. Because you're not at, at whatever goal it is. And it doesn't matter what the goal is. Most goals will stretch you. Now, some goals won't. Some goals, then, well, if you set goals that are weak, that are not um, smart goals, then you'll be doing very little stretching. But most goals, if you, if you set a smart goal, how about that? Then you will most definitely be... Um, stretched, you'll have tension in your life. And so in doing that, whenever you make goals, they will keep you from being average. You know, goals make you become something more than what you are. And, you know, and we do not want mediocrity in our life because mediocrity is not goal worthy. And when we set Medi- mediocrity goals they're not worthy to be goals and so go back listen to my podcast on um, are your goals smart and you'll figure and then you, you can make really good goals um, but average is really not good enough for us we have to be more than that and so it puts us in this in this concept of living by default, which means is that we're just living our life day in and day out, not necessarily being pushed or stretched. There's no not a whole lot of tension in our lives. So if you're just living by default, you're just kind of going through the motions of life. You're not really doing much of anything. You're not contributing to life. You're not really... Um, you're not really contributing to society or to yourself at all. And so please don't live by default. Live intentionally. 
Go out there. Make a difference. Everybody can make a difference in life. Period. I mean, it's 100% that you, sitting here listening to this podcast, whether you're driving, working out, whatever you're doing, I'm going to tell you right now, you have the potential inside of you for making a difference in this life. You have the potential to be making a difference in someone else's life. If you have children, you are making a difference in their lives. So be intentional about what you teach your children. Be intentional about, you know, what you do with your children. Be intentional about everything about your children. But not only your children, there's so many, you have so many spheres of influence in your life right now. And so remember, you know, leadership is nothing more than influence. And we influence someone every day and someone influences us back every day. So show a little leadership. Influence somebody today. Be intentional about what you're doing. Because the thing about it is, is that if you're living by the status quo, you're ultimately leads to destruction. You aren't doing anything to help this world. You're not doing anything to help your life. You're not doing anything to help anybody around you. So do not you know, do not be complacent in life. I think complacency is one of the things that is tearing down our society today. People get complacent in what they're doing. And then when they get complacent, they want to blame other people for the reason why things aren't going on in their life. Complacency means that you are looking for someone else to blame for things. Complacency is you're fine with the way it, with the way things are. Complacency is is that you're not really trying. Complaining is not trying, folks. I'm just letting you know right now. If you're complaining about something and you're not taking taking action on it, then you are being complacent. Compl- you know, action is the opposite of complacent. So, do something with your life. So Abraham Maslow says, if you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably be unhappy the rest of your life. Let me say that again. If you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably probably be unhappy the rest of your life. That's a profound statement, folks. It is one of these things that, you know, Speaking of happiness, so let me so let me let me get on this little subject real quick about happiness. Um, so my question for you is, who is in charge of your happiness? I want you to think about this for a quick second. Who is in charge of your happiness? So it's not it's not your spouse. It's not your partner. It's not your parents. It's not your friends. It's not your siblings. It's not your grandparents. It's the person you look in the mirror every day. You are. You are in charge of your happiness. So if you think, you know, within my marriage, once upon a time, I thought I was in charge of my wife's happiness. So I used to do all kinds of things. I used to be a yes man. And say yes to her about everything, trying to make her happy. 
that's not what she wanted. She wanted me to be the leader of our family. She wanted me to be the strong husband she married and not be a yes man. Because all of her other boyfriends she'd had had been yes men, and she didn't marry any of those folks. She married me because I wasn't one. And the event of the, the event that changed that was when my dad got murdered in 2009. And it took years to get back out of that. But around 2015, I decided to quit being a yes man. And I changed. And so the thing is, is that happiness is brought through yourself. Joy is given by God. Happiness, you bring happiness through yourself. It's your job to be happy. Not anybody else's job to make you happy. It's not anybody else's job to make you unhappy. Unhappy is is a result of you, too, of your choices, of whether you are letting something make you unhappy. That That's a conscious choice. So is being happy about something. That's a conscious choice, too. So just remember that. So we're going to get back to average now. And so, you know... Um, I did a podcast a while back called Good is the New Average. And uh, and I truly believe that. And an average is killing our country, too. Complacency, average. You know, people not really striving to be more than what they can be. You know, instead, they just want to sit around and complain about stuff and get on social media and troll people and do all these other things in life than actually take action on something. And, you know, and then if they do take action on certain things, then they're being destructive or negative about things. And nobody is really out there making positive change. Oh, they're making change. All right. Well, they're trying to make change, but they're doing it negatively. The riots in the city, the attack on the Capitol. All of these. Because these are two opposing sides, right? The people that were riding in different cities because of police brutality. The people that charged the Capitol because Biden got elected. But here's the thing about it is, what do they have in common? I don't care what political affiliation they are. That's irrelevant to me. What do they have in common? What they both have in common is, is that they are they were they are both being destructive they are both being negative they are both showing negativity in this world hence destroying this world <clears throat> the thing is is that you have to you have to have a positive change in this world you have to show positive change when you go out and lead and lead to destruction of private property of government property, physically assaulting people, hurting other people. What are you doing? The only thing you're doing is is tearing down our our society more and more and more. Folks, you are the catalyst for positive change. Remember that. You are the catalyst for positive change. So, Whenever we are out there doing things, just remember, you make a difference. The way you treat other people in this world makes a difference. 
You can either treat other people badly, and you can be self-centered, or you can be a servant to other people and serve people and really make a difference in other in someone else's life. There's always going to be people out there that are going to be negative, destructive, um, that are going to be the quote-unquote word nowadays, the Karen, you know, or whatever label you want to put on it. I don't care. But the thing about it is, is that it starts with you. And if you make a different change in this world, if you show a positive change in this world, you make a difference. I don't think that you don't. And so we need to start with with ourselves and change us first. And when you change you first, <clears throat> then you can change the world. So let me give you a great story about this, about me and my wife and my marriage. So I used to, in my marriage, I used to be like, well, she's doing this wrong and she needs to change and she needs to be doing these things to make me happy and all this. And I used to have this, and this is when we first got married. And it was just like, well, she needs to do this. She needs, she, she, she. It was all about the things that she needed to do to change. And one day I woke up, looked in the mirror and realized that if I changed first, what would happen? What if I just did the right thing? Because here's the thing about it is, is that she needs to change on the things that I'm complaining about. And I need to change on the things that she's complaining about. So I listened to what she was complaining about with me. And I changed. I made the initial change in this. I stretched myself. I got out of my comfort zone. And I learned something really interesting. Is that... Whenever I changed first and changed the way I did things, she normally, like 95% of the time, followed suit and changed herself. And we became, and then so I made myself happy and she made herself happy. We were, and we weren't being self-centered. We were just looking at the things that we were doing that was destructive to each other. And decided to change those things. And that there, and then that ended up making me changing the things that was being destructive towards her. Whenever I changed those things, I got happy. It brought me joy and happiness. It's, it is a really weird, weird thing. And so now, whenever things, whenever, when anything is going wrong in our marriage, I don't say, well, you need to do this. I look at myself and I say, John, what are you doing wrong? What do you need to fix with yourself first? And there's been a few times to where I fixed me and she didn't fix her. And when that happens, then you have to say something. Hey, listen, I've I've changed myself. I've I've fixed me. You haven't fixed you yet. <clears throat> because sometimes people need to have light shown on to what needs to be done in their lives. But you got to do it in a loving way. I mean, you can't be like, you know, look, you, 
you need to fix this, 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 and be if you're mean about it, nobody's going to fix that. But if you say, hey, listen, this is what I've done to fix me to help make our marriage better. There's a couple of things that you may need to fix too, you know, and just just be open and honest. But you don't have to be mean about it. Be positive with it. And so that there's what's happened in mine and in Marion's marriage is that <clears throat> we really love each other and we go after the things within inside of each other that we know that we can change. So I look at the things inside of me. She looks at the things inside of her. And then we can change these things because we caught the love bucket. It's talking about doing, doing the things, the little things I do every day to fill up her love bucket. And, and the thing about this is that it's, it's spending time with her. It's, um, you know, just like touching her arm and things of this, which is the weirdest thing to me in the whole wide world. Because if she touches my arm, I'm just like, <coughs> excuse me, get your hand off of me. I don't find that very pleasurable, but apparently I have really warm hands and I can put my warm hands on her, like on her arm. And she thinks that's love. And she feels love that way. Um, she likes to smell me for whatever reason. And she thinks that I smell like love. I don't get it. When I smell her, she smells like Mary Ellen. And she's just Mary Ellen, you know. So, but we all have different things that make us feel loved. And there's things that we do. So like this morning I did, I did dishes this morning. And I normally like washing the dishes because I have a particular way I load the dishwasher. And so anyhow, and doing dishes is a way to relieve stress for me. And it may not be for everybody, but it is for me, at least. And so I was doing that. But that makes her feel loved, though, is because that there's an act of service, something she didn't have to do. But she also knows that I'm not going to ask her to do it either. Because then <clears throat> me doing it is an act of love for myself because I want it done a certain way. So anyhow, so just remember... Um, I tell my wife this all the time that I am a student of Mary Ellen and that I pay very close attention to her. I figure out the things I shouldn't do. I figure out the things I should do and I don't do the things I don't, I shouldn't do. And I do do the things I should do. It's just that simple. And I do more of the things that I should be doing. And so <coughs> in saying that, it, uh, I, I work on my marriage that way. And th- that's it. It's just, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, I pay attention to the details of her life and I figure out what makes her happy, what doesn't make her happy. Um, but I do the things that make her feel loved. You know, in the Bible, it, it doesn't call for the, husband to make the wife happy it calls for the husband to love the love their wife and so i do the things that make her feel loved so anyhow so we're going to get back to stretching now um and there's several things real quick because i'm running out of time on my podcast but um stretching always starts from the inside out you know so you it always is an eternal fight when you start stretching you always have to start with inside of you. You always have to be something that you're changing internally. 
So you are exactly where you should be in life, given everything that you have done to get here. I kind of love that idea. I had somebody, uh, Gary Chupik, a good buddy of mine. Um, I interviewed him uh, about three times here on um, on the podcast. And years ago, he sent me <clears throat> a a text one morning. And it said, if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? Any regrets, what would you change? I started thinking about it. And I started to text back to him, and I stopped. I put my phone down, and I thought about it a little bit more. And I realized this, is that if I change anything in my life, anything, I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't have the family I have today. I wouldn't, more importantly, I wouldn't have the relationship I have with God today. That's the number one thing. I wouldn't have my marriage that I have today. That's number two. I wouldn't have the relationship with my kids I do that I have today. So the thing about this is that if I go back and start changing things, even the things that I regret, I'm not going to be the person I am. And so that's what I wrote back to Gary. Gary, nope, I wouldn't change anything because I am the person I am today because of what I've gone through today. And I wouldn't change any of it. There's been a lot of heartache, a lot of a lot of bad things have happened to me in my life. A lot of things that were self-induced, but a lot of things have happened to me in my life. And I'd go back and redo every one of them over again because I know it's made me the strong person I am today, who I am today. My life has stretched me so much. And there's times I felt like breaking, but I didn't. And I wouldn't change who I am today. So as long as you have stretching in your life, as long as you have tension in your life, and you can make that positive tension, growth potential tension in your life. You will grow in a positive way, no matter what happens to you, whether it's good or bad. You will always grow. And you always have to look at these things as growth opportunities. Thank you so much for listening today. I really do appreciate you folks. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. Hopefully, what I shared with you will help you in your business journey as we share to help others expand their minds, businesses, and profits. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else that you know that it will help. We can only achieve our mission if we share it with others and always give first. I hope I can also help you even further by sharing my resources. It is a page that contains all the digital assets we use to expand our business and to help us free up time. The great thing about this page is completely free. Just go to resources.expansioncode.com to get your free access. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, my friends.